वेलकम टू द हिंदूज पॉडकास्ट गुड मॉर्निंग एवरी वन वेलकम टू द हिंदूज पार्ले over the last few weeks we have seen not only thousands of people come out on the streets against the CAA NPR and NRC and later the violence in Jawaharlal Nehru University but also a host of celebrities speak against these issues some actors have been constantly speaking up and tweeting we even saw some of them on the streets protesting and last week we even saw actor Deepika Padukone visiting JNU in a show of solidarity to the students what are the costs of speaking up Does speaking up make a difference to the cause and how important is it to talk about a cause that has affected that is affecting so many people across the country This week we are debating the question should celebrities avoid activism and I I have online with me actor Parvati and image consultant Dilip Chelyan to be discussing this Thank you for joining me today Parvati I'm going to start with you Mm-hmm. Um so activism is not new in the industry we have had actors speak up during the emergency we've had actors speak up in support of specific causes and you yourself have spoken up about the wage gap about sex against sexual harassment against misogynist dialogues in um films uh but this time uh and correct me if i'm wrong there seems to be a unity across regions in uh protesting from the industry So what do you think has pushed so many actors to speak up especially because this issue is critical of the government Um I I think um the magnitude of the repercussions that may befall us if um CAA as well as NRC is executed all through our country and the kind of awareness that has come um with what is happening with Kashmir and what is being happening with Assam yeah. and the lack of information of both those places and we don't know exactly what's happening has really pushed the button yeah. this time and uh, to the like I said the magnitude of repercussion is something that's extremely scary mm-hmm. and uh, this is not this is way before CAA way before like I think it was the beginning of the uh, you know a Kashmir shutdown mm-hmm. uh, that the conversations within the industry had already started changing at least from my experience mm-hmm. um is that even when we all got together it could be a dinner party it could be meeting up just casually or even a work meeting that it became um a staple conversation debate right. what could happen what are the possibilities of this and that and I have to say that that kind of conversation is not new in the circle uh, in Malayalam film industry mm-hmm. talking politics is not a new thing right uh, I've always uh, found that um, actors as well as directors and producers in the circles that I have been part of have always discussed the current affairs as if that in that immediately affects our cause like within the industry too right so um in, in that way I've I've felt blessed except whenever I stepped out of Malayalam industry that seemed to probably I don't know somehow there has been called sort of this umbilical cord disconnection right that wherever I go there's like current affairs have nothing to do with the industry politics mm-hmm. uh that that actually has changed this time though because whenever I go outside of Kerala I still I I I can I can sense the fear 
mm-hmm. is very valuable in regular people yeah. outside the industry as well. Yeah. So I think it's the fear that has actually pushed you into start asking questions. Right. Um, and especially within the industry. Yeah. Right. And so, what do you think? You know, my sense is that the issues are getting more and more dramatically relevant to all of us. Right. So, what started out as small issues um, have now become issues which fundamentally seem to affect everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, the big reason why I see more and more people stepping out yeah. and people who otherwise uh, are very comfortable in their comfort zone, right. uh, you know, whether you take actors, whether you take people like uh, students, Mm-hmm. doctors, etc. Uh, the protests are more, in a sense, ethereal mm-hmm. um, and more, um, more shall I say, from the, from the core of their heart yeah. because the issues seem to be becoming bigger. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second thing is that I think um, the big difference from, say, 10 years ago mm-hmm. is that today, um, whether it is actors like Parvati or whether it is uh, celebrities like uh, they also have very sensitive audiences beyond film. So what I mean is the social media audiences. Okay. So these are audiences who are talking back to them, who are yeah. speaking to them. Yeah. And they are able to listen to sounds other than that of coins at the box office. I think that listening to new sounds, as I said, other than box office sounds, is in a sense, uh, a much more daily experience today for anybody in any public domain. So, uh, for example, when we do PR for the film industry yeah. and we do uh, some films, so we recognize that now it is no longer about the actor or the actress or about the theme of the film. It mm-hmm. is about also issues like the timing of the film, mm-hmm. what is the subliminal message of the film, mm-hmm. which is um, much more now on a wider canvas. Yeah. I recognize that Malayalam cinema always was more socially connected and in a sense hyper-connected to reality. But Bollywood is now sensing that and feeling the change. Right. And the third the third change that has happened, one, that is more serious, two, people are more connected, and mm-hmm. three, I think you're also, in a sense, insulated more and more mm-hmm. from forces that can tell you to shut up mm-hmm. because uh, you have more more spaces which are um, are sounding like their beacons of hope. So mm-hmm. what what happened in terms of criticism sometimes, some years ago, you often stood out as a kind of sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Now you find that there are many voices and those voices tend to join along with you. Right. So whether it's Swara Bhaskar or whether it's Richa Shadda, yeah. there are, there are uh, people at the forefront. Right. And the fourth big difference is that for the first time you have a serious agitation in the country yeah. which is led by women. So the yeah. voices of women are not going to be shut up, I think. Yeah. Whether it's Shaheen Bagh or elsewhere, it's the voices of women who are really making the big difference. Right, right. So the thing is, with uh, since you've been an image consultant for decades, I'm asking you this. On the one hand, every time there is an issue like this, you have people criticizing celebrities saying they don't speak up, they sit in their ivory towers and so on. 
But then when they do speak up, they're again criticized for it because, you know, some people feel that they're not taking the stand that they would like them to take. So, uh, you know, they get criticized either way. So um, how do you think actors then can manage an image that sort of goes down well with the public without being branded as just activists? Times have changed. So some time ago, it, um, and I've been doing this business for um, years now. Yeah. I would say even five years ago, the risks were higher. Today, I think the risks are lower. And um, if I were to advise um, a star uh, on this issue, I would say that if you want to speak with conviction, there is room for it and there's enough people who will support it. Right. Um, today, um, the rules of engagement have changed. Mm -hmm. In fact, there is bigger danger in your being seen as someone who's either scared or, um, or unable to articulate an opinion than having an opinion either way. It doesn't matter if you want to, uh, say, support a particular cause yeah. uh, or uh, be a conscientious objector and side up with the government. Yeah. But I think you are seeing there are actually advantages to being seen and heard. Right, right, right. Um, Parvati, in what way does speaking up affect your career, your personal life and your image? Um, like, this is not just related to the current cause. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm asking you because you've been speaking but, up continuously. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I agree with um, Sherian because, like, about five to six years ago, I, if you, like, scale all the interviews that I have given before, I had spoken about issues in, within the industry even before that. Mm -hmm. But that was sort of, in, I guess, like, it's directly proportional to your popularity. Yeah. That's how what you say actually matters and what gets more... Uh, I don't know, links and everything. So social media on set was also, I think it was uh, the acceleration of social media was the last five years just was, it shot up. Mm -hmm. So things that I said even like seven years ago is like sort of dug up mm -hmm. and put forward. Mm -hmm. But just the consistent speaking up. Yeah. And initially I felt like, well, because there was no social media and it's at least not the kind that there is now, I felt that... Um, I can speak and then I can go to work and it wouldn't matter mm -hmm. because I really felt that just the actor's job is all that I needed to take care of. Right. Um, but then once my movie started becoming successful, everything that I said started getting way more screen time and links and everything. So that then started getting misinterpreted and uh, then different kinds of links. So I started, I, I the only paranoia for me was that I needed the quote to be right. Uh Mm. And eventually I felt that within my circles, within my family circles and friend circles, more questions started coming in, pouring in. Yeah. And of course, it all led to WCC. Yeah. And once WCC was formed, mm. uh, I felt the kind of support uh, in, in speaking up that was never seen before in the industry. Right. And even then the fight was difficult because then it was kind of this... Um, uh, unsaid sort of a band that is put against all of us at yeah. work where yeah. you don't get exactly the kind of opportunities that you just got before you know the collective was formed right and it is too, too evident to not notice the pattern so that is at workspace but with this particular cause what's mm -hmm. happening is friendships are literally ending 
Right. Like, it's impossible to speak to or uh, continue a friendship where one, for, it, 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 it's not about which political party you support. Yeah. It's about, it, 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 I have had such friendships ending even before whenever I've spoken about issues with the industry. Yeah. It has been a, when a woman is raped or harassed. Yeah. But what was she doing? If it starts a conversation like that, then there is no conversation anymore. There's right. nothing left. Right. You, you don't counter that with what was she doing. Uh, yeah. When you're talking about a rape uh, mm. or something, so the same thing is happening. Yes, like it's in, there's such inhumane, ish, uh, you know, uh, act being done. Um, some seemingly very state-sponsored. Mm. Uh, I, it's impossible to have a conversation where they are trying to not see that at all. So I believe that the biggest, I can't even call it a loss. The biggest revelation is how many people have suddenly realize where they stand mm-hmm. and uh, friendships have uh, have gotten affected mm-hmm. and within families too like mm-hmm. all the group discussions and everything the uh, uneasiness it's yeah. so I think relevant and important to I, I'm, I'm kind of happy that it's actually happening because yeah. we all know exactly when it comes to a state of emergency yeah. where will we all stand Yeah, that is one of the biggest impacts this cause has uh, you know yeah, sort of brought up. Right. right. Uh, but as an actor, I can yeah. say that for me, I don't know. If, I'm, I'm I'm always amazed at um, how an image is consulted. Like I've not had anybody work for me in that respect. Yeah. I've had an image. I'm volunteering, Radhika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I I felt like I mean I wouldn't know exactly how it works, so, yeah. but that's. Because that's that's an amazing analysis that can be done for a person, for an actor, for any brand for that matter. Yeah. Since I've not done that, I feel yeah. like at, at any point for all the causes that I've stood up, I've always felt, if not this, I'll do some other job. Right. I've always been kind of that extreme space that I've gotten. So yeah. uh, I felt, okay, maybe if this kind of causes me to be, uh, if Bollywood, for example, had maintained its silence for a very long time, except the very consistent voices like Swara and Richard yeah, yeah. and a few other people. Um, there were a few people who asked me, aren't you scared that, you know, if you speak up like this about the industry, which I did a while ago, hmm. the kind of films that were made, hmm. and about the cause here, would you not be? I was like, I mean, I think that ship sailed a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Scared of losing opportunities. Yeah. So I think that is that is le- the least of our concern. Yeah. Um, like Pilika said, I should just uh, say that I'm picking from there. Yeah. I think it can affect any of us at any point. Yeah. If any of the majority is thinking that we are safe, yeah. it's only until the hierarchy within the majority kicks in for them to realize where their place will be. Right. So I don't see, I don't think that they're seeing that aspect of it. They're just like reveling in the majority, being part of the majority aspect of it. So I think we're trying to just have the awareness go on that it will come for all of us. This kind of a bias and the dangers of this can come to all of us at any point. Right. And, and uh, Pansy, because you're talking of, uh, you know, people speaking up and because you said earlier that Bollywood had maintained a silence, which is no longer mm-hmm. the case. Do you think also that the state that you're in makes a difference? And by that, I mean, in because you're from Kerala and uh, you know the pinarayi mm. vijayan government is also opposed to the ca and rcnpr there are petitioners in the supreme court now and uh, uh, mm. if if 
you were, say, in a BJP rule state, would that make speaking up harder? Oh, definitely. I think the way our see, there have been um, there have been arrests in Kerala as well, mm. which is definitely not commendable. I mean, I would not support that. Yeah. I mean, whatever protests have happened have, were peaceful. Yeah. And uh, that is all to be questioned for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Just because comparatively, um, one government is better than the other, you don't stop. Yeah, you know, the voice of dissent. You, you do still ask questions. Yeah. However, I feel like, I, I feel very, um, insulated in Kerala. When I'm there, I feel safer when mm-hmm. I'm speaking up than yeah. when I'm outside of Kerala for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it definitely makes a difference that the government is very clearly and very vocally against the, uh, bill. Um, so that gives us a little more strength in how we are standing up against. Um, th- we have to just see how far it goes, though, because this, yeah. the kind of allegiances happen eventually. Uh, yeah. Anything can happen, but I think the public is also holding the government very responsible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like watching. Yeah. What? What? Uh, but then, of course, in Bangalore, I have friends who are scared to mm-hmm. step out. Right. Um. I mean, that's just one border down. Yeah. So yeah. We never really know exactly how far this can last. Right. Um, so, and how do you think governments can react to such protests? How important is it for them to protect the image? So, in this instance, do you think the BJP government could have handled it in a different way? Um, as far as the content is concerned, I'm afraid if the intent and content has is revealed in what is happening now, yeah. um, is is consistent and correct as far as our perceptions are concerned, mm-hmm. uh, there is not very much that they could have done. Yeah. But certainly, it would have helped mm-hmm. if more conciliatory voices had talked about the opportunity for review, the willingness to listen, yeah. instead of stating only in absolute terms mm-hmm. that there is no compromise on this. Right. Okay. If you repeat that, mm-hmm. then the image that you're creating mm. is that of a of a hard-nosed government. Right. A government that is intractable and yeah. also does not want to be seen to be influenced by um, contrary opinion. Right, okay? right. The, the belief system that this government is working with is that, look, we won by a landslide majority. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the landslide public is with us, mm-hmm. not recognizing that uh, even if one takes their entire vote share into account, mm-hmm. it does not at any point exceed 40%. Mm-hmm. So, um, that recognition is something that they want you to uh, not come to terms with. Yeah. They don't want people to see that number. Yeah. So, um, if if the government were conscious about its image, mm-hmm. it would trot out people with a more conciliatory tone mm-hmm. and note mm-hmm. and not confine it to just the hardliners who are speaking out. Right. So sometimes what happens is that when governments speak, mm-hmm. it is choosing the voices who speak that matters more than what you actually say. Yeah. So um, it, I think when it comes to celebrities, I think the government did sort of try and reach out to some of them. I think they held a dinner some time ago for some celebrities for which mm-hmm. a lot of them didn't turn up. Do you think those are steps that show that the government realizes that, uh, you know, public Anger is building against it and is also sort of taking celebrities along with it. 
you know, if one looks at that again, um, the fact is that they, they opted for that route after a lot of protests had happened. Mm-hmm. And I think um, sometimes too little, too late can be actually detrimental rather yeah. than actually helping your cause. Yeah. So, um, trotting out to relatively junior voices uh, is not going to uh, offage people's fears or anxieties yeah. or even their emotions. Um, so, when emotions are high, yeah. you need to be able to placate it with a suitably senior voice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is a question for both of you. Uh, Parvati, maybe you can go first. Do you think it helps a cause like this when celebrities speak up or do you think it's just a passing phase because the news cycle also keeps changing and, you know, it's just going to be replaced by something else? Hmm, cycle keeps changing and it, it more, more often than not breaks our hearts too. Yeah. We are speaking about it. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it is like, I mean, whenever we had spoken about all the causes taken up from by WCC, like, there are times that you've spoken to journalists to say that, okay, we are going to be doing this, can you cover this? And like, okay, but, but then we have this other stuff happening, mm. we don't think this is the right time, you guys should be doing this. So, that's kind of a, yeah, that's a bizarre space to, like, comment on. Mm. Um, but that's not actually something that I think celebrities should, celebrities, actors, anybody should mm. be thinking about. Mm. I think the voice has to be consistent at this point, mm. because I think this is something that I have felt is that if we let this happen, mm. there is going to be the Kashmirization of India mm-hmm. that's going to happen and that that is not going to stop because like there has been no um, steps from the government mm-hmm. uh, where a debate, a conversation, uh, um, a kind of, I don't know, like like Belisha said, like a willingness to listen mm-hmm. that has happened because mm-hmm. it's going so far in a very violent manner mm-hmm. uh, and I think celebrities are new celebrities I, uh, one major thing I feel is cinema has a huge influence yeah. in our country cinema and the, the kind of films that are made and I have stood by it all these years what I've said about how much it influences the yeah. regular public not the niche audience but the regular public who go for the most menial jobs I mean they still go for movies for entertainment yeah. with their hard earned money mm-hmm. and they come out of the theatre being heavily influenced mm. by what, what is shown mm. in the film mm. um, and I, I, I have for one spoken up for not just Harassment of women being glorified in films, but also, but also the kind of rampant Islamophobia that has right. sort of been aggravated in popular culture, mm. um, and that's been so okay. That's not been discussed at all. Mm. And I think at this point, that has added to the collective psyche of a lot of people too. Mm-hmm. Like, but Muslims, but mm-hmm. Muslims, it's something that is a statement that they always start with that. Mm-hmm. As if they are not humans, as mm-hmm. you know, actually, it's not just Muslims, it is the entire minority. Mm-hmm. The faults of within the amendment have to be sort of scraped out and put, I mean, we have to give more spotlight to it again and again mm-hmm. because there are going to be, it's like, um, it's like saying, I mean, it's totally different. Like, okay, it's almost as if anybody who's opposing the bill or the amendment, mm. if any any supporting person would say that, but are you saying refugees shouldn't have the right? Mm-hmm. Why are you so against refugees? Mm-hmm. And we are here saying, we are saying include all. Mm-hmm. Why just some? 
Yeah. And that is something that is still going on, unfortunately. It's a debate that seems to have, that seems to be the uh, response from the other side all the time. Yeah. So the ones with the voices, like the celebrities who do have the social media reach, hmm. have the Twitter reach, hmm. must keep underlining this as far as possible. But we may not be able to step out and be on the streets every day. Yeah. Not a lot of people can keep doing that. Right. But the virtual revolution is definitely uh, very impactful, I think, in the long run. And I think yeah. we need to keep that momentum up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's all or nothing at this point. A lot of things are going to be put at stake, and I think we should be willing to take that risk. Right. So, what do you think? Does it My feeling is yes. Yeah. There is a danger that the news cycle may shift. Yeah. But I think celebrities play a big role in ensuring that it comes back into attention. Yeah. One. Hmm. Two. I think celebrities have the power to hmm. change dramatically mm-hmm. the visuals. Of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So today we are no longer in a in a age where uh, just commentary or um, or the written word is dominant. Mm-hmm. It's visuals that change. Mm-hmm. So an actor or an actress turning up at an event um, changes the entire dynamics of it being reported and um, and people on social media watching it. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I think that um, um, what Parvati just said that. Social media is a completely new universe which has um, a dynamic of its own Mm -hmm. ensures that Twitter warriors are almost as relevant as anybody else. So it no longer is critical that you hit the street. It's good if you hit it once or twice, Mm -hmm. but you can keep up the pressure in other spaces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the third thing is that you're talking today Mm -hmm. of um, being able to keep a big issue um, in focus. Mm-hmm. And I think that as long as there are people um, protesting on the street, mm-hmm. there is a role for everybody else to make sure, including media, to mm-hmm. make sure that it stays something that is worth covering. Okay? Right, right. So it, um, it's possible to do it. Right. Okay. So one of my last questions, actually, um, you know, when, when Deepika uh, came to JNU and showed solidarity i was looking through her instagram page which until then was all about you know we're looking forward to chapak and we're excited to see the film and then suddenly of course she got a lot of abuse where people said oh we're uh, you know very disappointed that you went to jnu and stood with in quote unquote the took day took day gang so um so how you know for actors the most important thing uh the most important people are their fans so, uh, do you, you know, they, they, I'm sure they always think that, you know, that we need to get more fans on our side. So it's a tricky uh, road to negotiate, right, Bhagati? I mean, I, okay. Um, so the thing is that the kind of scale Deepika with her, um, like how big a celebrity she is, yeah, and kind of a strategy uh, that is applied for a Bollywood celebrity is. Very different from what is applied to a Malayalam actor. Right. Um, I think we all do our bare minimum endorsements and public events and everything. Yeah. But I feel, at least in my case, mostly it is being calm, karo, ghar wapas jao. Like, you know, I do my work and then I head back and never quite, always just only focused on the kind of films and the success of the films to form a certain opinion. And if a movie is bad, 
I have gotten very, um, very uh, vitriolic and mm-hmm. honest response from the audience. Right. Uh, you know, and and through social media, it's been more like I can I can access it more. Mm-hmm. And but before that, it would be regular interviews on print and other media, where uh, people would even if the film doesn't do well and if they like my work, they would just speak about it. So like it, there's been this distancing yeah. between me and the audience. Yeah. Where like the only deal between you and me is the movie that I do, right. and then like you know. Criticize me for that. Yeah. But ever since I spoke about the movie Kasaba and yeah. um, eventually with all causes related to WCC, yeah. it became personal attacks. I mean, that seems to be the regular, um, I don't know, path they take, especially when it comes to a woman. Yeah. Uh, it's the fact that a woman speaking up becomes an issue. Second thing is that if it is not something related to anything related to vanity yeah. or your body or, you know, your life in this life and anything beyond that. Um, is criticized heavily. Yeah. Uh, so for Deepika, the thing is that uh, so far with regards to anything, but her cause has been to speak up more on mental health, yeah. which has changed a lot. Yeah. In in terms of her fan following and her following itself, it's so humongous yeah. that the stigma around mental health and discussion on it, she's, she's actually torn those boundaries. Yeah. And when somebody who's followed, let's say, uh, we follow Deepika for let's say her her outfits and her airport looks and mm-hmm. where she's going what are the movies she's doing mm-hmm. she's just very effortlessly carried us to JMU mm-hmm. to the campus mm-hmm. like it's impossible to turn around so all the people who used to follow her for that are suddenly very uncomfortable mm-hmm. because they have been of course also like probably you know turning a blind eye to this yeah. and now they can't because yeah. their favorite actor from home like they're following all these other things yeah. have just taken them like a pipe pipe or really like mm, yeah. see what's happening here you can't yeah. turn a blind eye anymore yeah. so that discomfort is something that will definitely generate a lot of ire within the following Yeah, and there will be a lot of filtering that happens and I feel that I don't know for the longer run how it would be but I feel that it's better to have very uh, well read well aware politically very uncomfortably aware uh, <laughs> citizens as your fan following than the others. Right. So right. that eventually but very slowly the numbers of those increase. That has yeah. happened in country and that's yeah. a very small scale example. Yeah. Is that initially I had very few people supporting me whenever I was speaking up. Yeah. There were a lot of uh, what do you call it like all these theories uh, propose about me as to why I'm going against the big end, which is why I need maybe I need more publicity, maybe this, maybe that, all of that. And eventually, when you keep speaking up, mm-hmm. what what sustains and what remains is that you are still speaking for the cause. That's right. the consistency in what you have been speaking about, and I think that that eventually gets you your fan following back, that gets you your supporters back, and that's happened in my case. Right. And I think there's an initial sort of this immediate filtering that will happen. Yeah. But nothing to worry about, I, I think, because first of all, entertainment is not something Indians are not going to let go of very easily. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, I just wish for people who have come forward and spoken to just wait for that time period until the filtering stops. Yeah. Where the following, for anybody concerned about the following, will always come back. Right. Uh, so what about you? What do you think? My read on it is exactly what Parvati just said. Okay. That one, it's better to have a slightly enlightened following. 
mm-hmm. and secondly, followings come back. Right. Um, the bigger point, though, is one of um, you know the patriarchy asserting itself mm-hmm. and rampant misogyny on social media. Mm-hmm. So uh, this hating for hating fake or abusing for abusing fake yeah. is very much unfortunately part of the character. Yeah. What is what is happening though, and I'm focusing on what is happening rather than what is just happening, mm. is that you are now seeing the second wave and the second generation of social media followers. Mm-hmm. And they're all much more politically aware mm-hmm. and much more sensitized to some of the issues that Parvati has been fighting for. Mm-hmm. So there may be there may be uh, still a large proportion of people who are still abusive and uh, you know in um, the kind of openness about politics, but today you're talking of a completely new new generation, and that generation is more aware, mm-hmm. more sensitized, mm-hmm. and much more happier to support you. Mm-hmm. So, coming back to the question that we started off it uh, started off this discussion with, should uh, celebrities avoid activism? I'm guessing both of you are going to go with a very strong no. Yes, absolutely. They should not. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Parvati, anything that you like to add? Yeah, I think uh, celebrities' scope of understanding a celebrity's um, influence on public uh, has to be uh, sort of revisited if anybody thinks that it is very minimal. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, I, you know, there has to be a sort of re-education for all of us. I don't think any of us have been prepared for the kind of the advent of social media, the mm-hmm. fact that the way boundaries have been blurred in our minds mm-hmm. as to our understanding of another person. And I think, see, as an actor, my only analysis always remains how to study people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, that continues. And I feel like effects of one person to another person because of social media, especially. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here, that's where celebrity is massive. Um, that boundaries have entirely been blurred. People have completely forgotten the idea that, okay, this is one person sitting behind a computer and a phone yes. speaking to another person they've never met. Mm-hmm. They say things and do things which they will never say in front of the other person. Right. So human beings and their behavioral patterns are changing at this point. So I think it's it's time that we review our own actions mm-hmm. and um, how to put our ethics to our actions um, in a very different manner. And I think celebrities have a responsibility mm-hmm. to not be quiet, no mm-hmm. matter what stand they take, definitely not be quiet. Mm-hmm. And for people to also demand that of people who hold positions of power and influence. Right. Um, and I hope that continues. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me.